Today's topic is for anyone out there in the workplace who has struggled to have a hard conversation with somebody. You have to speak the truth to somebody, but you don't want to hurt their feelings. Or maybe you're too good at hurting people's feelings. Tracy, we're starting a new series on healthy conflict, which leads to a healthy culture. And this is all about having crucial conversations in the workplace. Yeah, there's a great book. We encourage you to buy it and to read it. And it kind of walks you through not only what you need to do within yourself, but how you need to view the process of communication, how you need to value other people in order to do conflict well. So today in part one, we'll talk about the basic building blocks for healthy conflict. Then next time we'll talk about managing your emotions before you step into conflict. And then finally, we'll end by talking about the three phases of a crucial and healthy conversation. Again, you can find all of this at flextalk.org workplace. So Tracy, let's talk about the basic building blocks for healthy conflict. And here's the simple equation we wanna to introduce to people. Courage plus empathy plus skill equals healthy conflict. Yeah, so if you're gonna have a hard conversation with someone that you know could, could get a little uh, emotional, could get a little personal, then courage is gonna be required. So courage is one piece of it. Empathy is another important piece. We'll talk about that more in the coming weeks also, but just the idea of being able to see the situation through someone else's point of view goes a long way in healthy conflict. Um, and then of course there's skill involved, which is what the book really lays out some really practical ways to set up a conversation that has potential to get a little explosive or hard, um, to do it in a way that's productive and helpful. So let's start with defining some terms today. A crucial conversation is a skillful discussion and it does take skill between two or more people where stakes are high, opinions vary and emotions run strong. So Tracy, I'm sure that some people are coming to this topic because they have a specific situation in mind and they're probably a little bit nervous to step into the conflict. Yep, and so that's where that word courage comes into play. But that's what a crucial conversation, how that's defined is this idea that it has the potential to get emotional or a little bit heated because there's strong opinions, there's differing opinions. Um, maybe there's some, you know, defensiveness that could come up. So it's kind of getting ready for that conversation. If you've ever had butterflies in your stomach, every time you think about a conversation you need to have, it's probably a crucial conversation. So here's really the point we want to drive toward that skilled communicators and everyone can grow at becoming a skilled communicator, but skilled communicators invite all perspectives into something that the authors call the pool of meaning. That means that they work to get relevant information out in the open to make sure every voice is heard. And, and Tracy, I know that for me at least, this concept of pool of meaning was new to me, but it's really helpful. It has been for me in the conflicts that I've had to have in my workplace. Yeah, so you know, for most of us, it's really easy for us to understand our own perspective, our own opinion, our own feelings about a situation. But that second word in the equation of empathy is your ability to see it from somebody else's point of view. So what the authors talk about that is that before you can really have a productive conversation with someone, healthy conflict, you have to get all the information in the pool of meaning. So everybody's working from the same information. All voices are heard around the table before you start reacting to information, before you start drawing conclusions or making opinions on it. Yeah, here's a quote from the book. I love this. When people purposefully withhold meaning from one another, 
individually smart people can do collectively stupid things. And really that's sort of what we're getting at in this last talking point. And it's that healthy conflict takes courage and empathy, right? These are a couple of the building blocks we're working on, but unhealthy conflict is usually marked by silence on one hand, not being willing to throw in your perspective into the pool of meaning or violence on the other hand, which is kind of on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, so when you're thinking about your workplace, uh, you know, especially if you're the boss, I think you should think about how does conflict or how does communication roll around your office space? You know, do you have people that are free to express opinions? Do you have a lot of silence? Do you hear maybe a lot of um, through gossip or through secondhand information, someone's real opinion? Those would all be indicators of the importance of getting the culture in your workplace to be when we need to have a conversation, we have it with the right people, the people that need to be around the table and in the right way. And that we don't create an environment where people would say, you're not going to listen to my opinion anyway, so I'm going to say nothing and be silent, or I'm going to be manipulative and do things behind your back, or to be afraid of the person that is going to be explosive and yell and get super defensive and not listen. That's more of the violent end. So that's our topic for today. Now go ahead and talk about these basic building blocks for healthy conflict. Use those resources below to have this conversation with a mentor, with your consultant, or with a group in the workplace so that you can begin to work toward healthy conflict resolution. And remember, you can find these conversations and so much more at flextalk.org forward slash workplace.